0: Join me right now on Kumite TV is the number 15th ranked UFC featherweight, Calvin Cater. Welcome to the show, Calvin. 15th and climbing. Good to be on, man. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Let's get into it right away. The rankings. You know, you defeated Shane Burgos in a barn burner, and he's ranked number 13, man. Like, Does that bog your brain a little bit?
1: I mean, not not since I, I know the deal with rankings and everybody else that's a real MMA fan gets it. Rankings, are just kind of for people to talk about, and and with that ranking, it sure got people talking. But you know, if I when I handle business, uh, June eighth, it all all
0: will be right. Before we get into that fight in June 8th, on June eighth, let's talk about your last fight late last year, UFC Moncton. You had an impressive first round finish over uh, Chris Fishgold. Uh, he was the best lightweight in England before he signed to the UFC. Did you expect that fight to go a little longer? Uh,
1: honestly, I, I, I hope to get everybody out of there in the first round. I had a couple earlier in my career, but at the UFC level, people are pretty tough. And um, I just grow to look to compete how I know I can. And whether they drop first, second, or third doesn't matter to me as long as they get my hand raised at the end.
0: You were going into that fight off a decision loss to a top five guy, Morcano. What did you take from that experience to elevate yourself moving forward?
1: Well, aside from the lessons in the fight, I was 2 and one and I hadn't renegotiated my contract. So for me, that provided uh, a lot of fuel for the upcoming camp, and uh, my back was against the wall as far as I'm concerned, and I had to go out and really win and, and win impressively in order to get signed again. And show them that I'm here to stay. And I feel like we did that uh, that night. But I I felt like Chris, in in a sense, was just kind of happy to get there. Which, you know, of course, everyone is their first fight. But me, I was fighting for my contract, you know. And I
0: think you saw the difference. Is that the mentality now? Going into every fight that you're fighting for a contract?
1: Yeah, damn right, man. I go in there every time with the mentality. Trying to take these guys out in in dominant fashion, you know. And, uh... With Ricardo Lamas, nicknamed the bully, that should make for an exciting fight, man. We're sure to clash on June 8th, and especially since Seth's hometown, Chicago, I'm excited to go out and get booed, man. I haven't been booed my whole career. I've been getting cheered on, fighting locally, and uh, you know I've been blessed for that, but I'm excited to go out, catch me some booze and put on a hell of a show, and by the end of the night, gain me some fans.
0: That Ricardo Lamas fight, is that part of the new deal? Did you sign a new deal yes. with the UFC? Yes,
1: I did. I got a four-fight deal now, so uh, he's he's the first fight on the contract, and uh, now it's time to go out and get that win side.
0: Before you got that Ricardo Lamas fight, I saw that in December you revealed that you wanted to fight Michael Johnson. That never panned out. What took you so long to get matched up? Man, I was trying to fight everybody <laughs> uh,
1: from from the last fight to, to from the previous fight to now. Uh, guys that I had agreed to fight, you know, were, were saying that they weren't available. And then all of a sudden they're fighting each other. I'm just like sitting over here on the sidelines, uh, trying to get, trying to get in there. And, uh, you know, we were patient and now we're, we're happy with what we have in front of us. And uh, now it's just time to go out and perform like I know I can.
0: Definitely. Well, you know, it all works out always in the end. UFC 238 pay-per-view. Ricardo Lamas, he's ranked number 10, but it doesn't matter to you. He is a former title challenger, which is very important, man. It, it tests you yep. at the highest level. You know, were you kind of surprised when you got this matchup? Uh,
1: I mean, the guys that they were throwing around, anybody in the top 15, man, let's go. You know what I mean? It's, they're all tough. Everybody's tough. You don't get in the UFC unless you're tough. I know what we have ahead of us, but being a former title challenger that's great for me on a personal level, knowing that I'll go out and compete and test myself against guys that are fighting for the belt and show why I belong in those matchups, you know? And, and that's what we have in front of us. And I'm just excited to go out and test myself with the guys that call themselves the best.
0: It's been seven months, almost seven months since your last fight, you know, before you got into training camp mode, did what did you get into? You know, did you get into something else? You know, did you train somewhere else, anything? Well. Lately, uh, you know, I try to
1: stay in training camp mode, especially now that we're in the UFC. We have that contract. It's easier to be uh, more of a professional year-round, knowing that your next fight will be in the UFC. And, you know, contracted four fights, my next one will be in the UFC. So I'm just riding the momentum right now and doubling down on all my opportunities. And uh, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm excited to go out and just – just double, like I said, double down on all the opportunities and see what I can make of this run. And uh, people, you know, people don't give me, I feel like, the credit I deserve because I'm. They think I'm like just getting in there now, but uh, I've, I, you know, Ricardo Lamas took his first fight in what 2007 or some shit like that. So did I. You know what I mean? <laughs> We've been. He's fought maybe tougher talent. Uh, he's been in, in the UFC longer. Don't get me wrong, but but I. I've been here too, you know, I'm just getting my shot now. I'm a little late to the party, but uh, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, it seems like you guys are part of different waves. He's part of, like, the, you know, he's been a staple for years in the UFC. You're part of the new wave that's coming through. Do you see a generational shift, you know, right now going on in the weight division?
1: 100%. You got uh, Jose Aldo said he's going to retire this year, you know, uh, champ. Max Holloway's bumping up, shit's moving. You know, you got the, you got all new names. It's a fresh name, uh, fresh list of names in that top fifteen. And so far, I've already fought two of them. You know, so it's great. I feel like I belong where I'm at, and uh, and and climbing. Like I said, you know, these guys that are ahead of me, I can make it a fight for any one of them. And it's just, I got to go out and uh, create those opportunities, and uh, and just just come ready to fight every time. But I know that there's. No one in that division that I can't cause problems for.
0: Has it been the same usual cast and crew for this training camp?
1: Yeah, for the most part. we you know uh, It's pretty nice right now out here in New England. It's, it's an open-door system. We're kind of all just getting it in. It's great to be a part of New England MMA. Uh, right now, it's growing. And it seems like all my teammates now are just – like two weeks after my fight is Rob Font's fight. He's fighting in South Carolina – so right after my fight, that'll control some of the the uh, the after-party type mindset and get right back in the gym for him because he's been there for me, you know. And it just keeps you in the gym, and it's great to see. It's motivating to see your teammates, you know, constantly competing. It seems like every month there's someone new fighting. Uh, Shout-out to Nate um, Andrews fighting tomorrow for the PFL tournament. He's a beast. He's another guy that I've been training with a ton for the fight. And uh, it's just great to see uh, – Like I said, my senior year class kind of getting all their opportunities and shots and and um, and just it's it's a great time to be a part of it.
0: Has there been anything new you added, you know, to your training regimen, you know, cryo new s, you know, strength and conditioning gymnastics? Or is it like are you an old school guy?
1: I mean, I, I I always try to find ways to, you know, tweak things and for the better. But it's mostly more of the meat and potatoes, man. What got me here and just tweaking things and making slight adjustments to come come prepared every time for whoever they put in front of me, and uh, and for this one, uh, you know, like we always try to just double down on our strengths. But knowing who we're fighting, we kind of play around with the game plan on, on how we specifically want to fight this guy. But for the most part, man, I'm not going to change who I am for Ricardo Lamas. He's going to have to change and adjust to me.
0: Who is the brainchild, you know, behind all the guys up there? getting the game plan ready, you know, getting you guys mentally fit to get into the cage and perform?
1: So right now it's our manager, Tyson Chardia, uh, top game management. He's great. He's always writing out big scouting report game plans for these guys. And uh, we stay within those guidelines and, and have fun with it, you know, uh, each time in camp. And uh, my number one training partner, Rob Font, uh, you know, I think sometimes his fighting career is getting in the way of his coaching career. Because, you know, that kid's a wealth of knowledge and uh, it's just fun training along next to him. It's motivating and especially to put it on the line with somebody that's doing the same thing. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great time to be an MMA athlete where I'm at and with a, a strong team going into each fight. I feel very confident in my team and working with them, Tyson, Chardier, Perfecting Athletes, uh, Mike Perry at Skill of Strength for Strength Conditioning. I really feel like we got the, the complete package, you know, it's a, you don't, no one gets there alone, and, and we have a, a big team of guys, big crew of guys, along with the gyms out here, Joe Lazon, his gym, Lazon's MMA, uh, op- opening their doors to Great Saturday Sparring for all the guys to come down and just get in solid work, no bullshit, no egos, you know, and, and from from all over, so it's great, all we're doing is getting in work and going out and competing how we all know we can.
0: Now I want to turn the tables to the division. Pick your brain a little bit. Hanato Moicano is facing the Korean Zombie at UFC yep. Greenville. They're headlighting the card. Could you break down that fight and reveal maybe who the favorite would be? I think it would definitely be
1: Moicano just because, you know, he goes in there with, uh, you know, he tries to go in more with a, uh, a game plan and, and try sticking with it. As you start with me, you know, I, I mean – I don't know, man. As far as I'm concerned, that was just, you know, leg kicking and moving, leg kicking and moving, and backing up, backing up, whatever. He did what he had to do to win an MMA an MMA fight, you know? Props to him. Yeah, you got the W, but I didn't get fucked up or nothing. And it's like, yeah, you kicked my leg, bro. Good for you. You want to fucking, you know, I don't know, you name it whatever it was. Uh, but in respect to that, you know, props, you did an you know, intelligent fight. I think he goes in with... With more of a a game plan. I think he could stick to it. And, you know, I think he did a good job adjusting in the fight. So uh, I see him getting the nod. But it's great to see guys that I'm competing against headlining cards. It's good, you know. So it's motivating for me. And and also him uh, going up against top talent, doing well, it it helps my ranking. So, you know, we keep climbing to the top. There's going to be nowhere for anybody to go uh, but to compete against. So. I look forward to running into all these matchups in the top fifteen, whether it's now or later, and and just showing why I belong at the top.
0: Yeah, after this matchup, man, uh, I think that's the next step for you is to headline a card just Hell like yeah. them on ESPN. Yeah,
1: you know, no, I think it's a great opportunity. I'd love to have that, and and it's great to see guys that I'm competing against headline. I'm not hating on nobody, man. I, I, it's great to see it. Uh, shout out to Info fight and Jose Aldo, tough champ. You know, it's a that's a great fight. Another title. Holder, contender, uh, champion—you know these are fights that we want to see and we want to be a part of. And uh, knowing that there's the connections here that 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 are, it's uh, it's just you you put you envision yourself in those situations as well. And not before long, I, I think I'll have them in front of me. If you keep winning, they can't deny you. And that's you know that's my goal every time to scroll, get my hand raised. If the knockout happens, it happens. And you already know my fighting style. I, I like to go out and put on a show. So. Um, uh, I feel like there's there's no way they can deny me once I go out and, and fight like I know I can, put on an exciting show. They're going to want me headlining soon.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, And another big fight, man, that's going to happen soon. UFC 240 in July. Max Holloway is going to face Frankie Edgar. Um, yep. Who do you think uh, is going to take this one?
1: You know, Max, the champ, man, he, he's, uh, he's a big guy for that division, man. He's got real rangy, real long. I feel like he can get the job done, but I do like break Ergaman. He's an OG in the game. How can you not like that guy? Um, I'm, I'm just excited to be a fan for that one. But I would say I'd give the nod to, to Holloway in that one, um, especially coming off a loss. You know, he's he's probably pretty hungry and uh, going to go out and put on a show. He hasn't tasted a loss in how long. I think he responds well. But, you know, with my eat clean bro guys – Uh, I do got the Frankie Edgar meal prep inside the refrigerator, so I don't, I kind of feel bad, uh, not giving him the nod in that one, but, uh, it'll be a hell of a fight for sure.
0: One last thing before I let you go, man, uh, music and sports, they go hand in hand, you know, what is on your playlist? Could you give me a a sneak peek of what's going on? Man, I'm
1: all over the place, bro. It depends, (laughs) like, I was jogging in the sun the other day, I was, I got a classics playlist, I was listening to just old school classic songs, uh, what the hell's on that playlist? I got some Billy Joel, I got some, shine, I I got some, uh, what is it? Uh, I just got some crazy classic playlists when it's a nice day and I'm feeling like I want to keep it light. But when I'm in the gym, I listen to that hard shit, you know, rap this that. And uh, but a lot of times when I'm driving to the gym, I listen because I drive a ton, man. You got to go find the best work that's out there. And I listen to audiobooks a lot of times to make the most of the of the drives. And then this way, when I get in the gym and I listen to that music, it packs a punch and gets me all motivated. And uh, no, but I'm a big fan of music uh, with the training, and I'm I'm all over the place, man. I'm a
0: fan of everything. What audio book are you listening to? Maybe I might have to check right. that out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just I got a bunch, man. And one of the best ones I've listened to so far is Relentless. Rob Font put me onto that one, and it's a huge mindset one. It's uh, Michael Jordan's strength and conditioning coach uh, for like 19 years. Uh, is uh, what the hell is his name? Tim S. Rover. Great read, man. Real motivating. I actually listened to it before my debut because it was on two weeks notice. You can't really make much physical preparation uh, changes in two weeks, but mentally I got dialed in listening to that book and I feel like it really helped me that night. And uh, But right now I'm listening to Shoe Dog. My roommate put me onto it uh, with Phil Knight. He's the guy who started Nike. So I'm just listening to how he kind of got his business going because I run a promotion out here and uh, New Hampshire called Combat Zone. We have an event coming up August twenty uh, third in Manchester, New Hampshire. And so, I, you know, I got my hand in the business. And I like to see how people run their businesses and just hear their their successes, their struggles, their hardships. And uh, I mean, those guys are fighters too, man. There's no business. There's no. Uh, there's no like in business, man. It's 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 kill to be killed too, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, listening to these guys' stories, it's kind of motivating and uh, just a good listen on the way. This way, you don't, you know. Kill all the motivation listening to music on the drive. And then you get to the gym and you listen to more music. And it doesn't really hit you the same, you know. You can only listen to so much of that shit. I like to save it so it packs a punch. I listen when I get all. Right before I get to the gym, I'll, I'll shut up the audio book. I'll bump some crazy shit. Just finish my coffee. Go in there. And uh, kick some ass.
0: Well, you know, it seems like you got all the gears pumping. You know, the pistons are pumping, man. Uh, June 8th, Chicago. Check me out. UFC 238. Check
1: me out right here. Check, check out right here. Ready?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm reco- I got the recovery going while I'm talking to you, bro.
0: Oh, all right, man. Multitasking. <laughs> you see it? Yo. All right, man. Well, June 8th, man, I'm excited for this matchup. This matchup is pivotal for the division. It's exciting Who for you the got? division. Who do you got? Who do you got? Oh, man, come on, man. Why you got to put me in that position, man? <laughs> I'm
1: a, I'm, tell me, say, say, Lamas, I'm booking my flight right now down there.
0: <laughs> no, but I think that uh you... You go in with, you know, a lot of advantages. I'm going to be honest with you, man. And and Lamas is a tough guy. And, and sometimes, yeah. you know, these tough guys, you don't know what they're going to bring. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you're ready. You sound ready. And it's going to be a fun fight. That was a political answer. That was a good no answer. I'll be talking to you after the fight.
1: And, and we'll see what's up, man. But I appreciate your time. I really appreciate the shout outs and stuff. And give me opportunity
0: to talk. So I look forward to catching up with you, man, after the fight. All right, man. Thank you so much. Take care.
1: What's up? My name is Calvin Cater. You can follow me at Calvin Cater on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and whatever else social media that's on there these days. Um, I got most of the handles. Shout out to some sponsors, Box Raw, Kodiak Cakes, Eat Clean Bro, and uh, anybody else interested in sponsoring, DM me.